0: Welcome to the Maritime Risk Podcast brought to you by Shoreline Limited, the provider of innovative marine insurance solutions for the shipping industry. Our purpose is to explore the evolving risks within the maritime industry, including environmental, geopolitical, socioeconomic, and security threats such as cyber attacks, war, and terrorism, as well as the more traditional accidents, navigational and operational incidents, and other causes of business disruption. We'll speak with experts to help you prepare for the unexpected and navigate the complex world of the ever-evolving maritime risk environment.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the Shoreline Maritime Risk Podcast. In this episode, we have the opportunity to speak to Rightship again, and today we have the pleasure of speaking to Eugel Yildiz, who is the Ports and Terminal Manager at Rightship. Good morning, Eugel. Hi. Good morning, Thomas. Thanks for joining us today, Eugel. We were intrigued by a recent headline in Marine Insurance News suggesting that half of marine incidents and accidents in 2022 occurred in ports and terminals digging a little deeper we understood that the uh, the data behind this headline came from rightship and their recent report into accidents at sea so really this gives us the opportunity to talk to you about that report which i believe you were involved in the preparation of so if you could give us an overview of the report talk about the uh, the data sources that you used to support the, the report's findings and maybe discuss a little bit about the accuracy and reliability of this data. I mean, it's very refreshing to see an organization sharing data around accidents at sea. So yeah, look look forward to hearing
2: a little bit more about how you collect the data. Sure, Thomas. Uh, the data we uh, gathered is coming from about 50 different sources for right ship incident, port state, feedback reports, etc. So we prepared a report, as you mentioned, for 2022 data. Uh, In 2022, actually, RightShip collected more than 4,000 incident data. However, only 2,400 of them were verified by Rightship, which means manual review by Rideship Operations Department. So when we reviewed that, those 2,400 incidents and categorized them with their severity and location, it was interesting to see that 50% of those incidents happened within the port limits. So probably the figure... And other 2,000 may be uh, within port limits as well, but we are talking about only uh, verified incidents here, with 2,400 within the right ship database.
1: That's great. And and when you talk about incidents and accidents, what sort of specific incidents and accidents are you looking at? And is there any sort of common theme amongst the the data that suggests more some are more prevalent than others?
2: We. Uh, record almost every type of incidents marine incidents r- related to uh, illness fatality collisions or environmental pollutions anything related to vessel we have recently uh, moved to our new platform launched our platform in 2021 and uh, new categorization with the severity and the type was introduced in 2021. So it's a bit early to say uh, there is a meaningful trend on certain types of incidents, but sure we are still gathering and sorting that data out, hopefully. In near future, we will be able to tell which type of incidents or which type of vessels or locations having more incidents. But one thing I can say, unfortunately, bulk carriers and general cargo vessels are leading this statistic that they have more incidents than other vessel types.
1: That's interesting. And do you have any thoughts behind why that might be the case?
2: Well, I believe... The reason behind this uh, bulk carrier and general cargo sector is a little bit behind the tankers on due diligence. ship is the leading organization here doing, applying the diligence to uh, dry and wet sec. And it was introduced to tankers two decades before the the bulky uh, industry. But uh, we can see the progress, but uh, to be honest bulk vessels and general cargo vessels are still behind the tankers on the safety perspective
1: so you're alluding to the likes of the tmsa tanker management self assessment and uh, oil major approvals and that kind of thing which has yes a higher degree of vetting on ship operation and ship management ship safety within the website yes. yeah. yeah yeah
2: yes the, the, the sire program started in 1990s, TMSA and others, and bulk always have be been following the tankers industry on that. That may be the reason. So, I mean, interestingly, the
1: report suggests that fifth, there's a rough sort of 50-50 split on the location of accidents insofar in as half of them occur at sea and half of them occur within port limits. I mean, this is an interesting statistic from shoreline's perspective obviously because we are looking at guaranteeing cleanup costs in the event that there is a an incident within US waters so i mean do you have any idea around why this sort of 50-50 split should arise obviously you know we understand the dynamic nature of a port environment but also people think about the perils of the sea and that kind of thing when ships are at sea do you have any thoughts around why we're seeing a sort of 50-50 split or is it just something to do with the
2: way in which incidents are reported? Well, I think both have impact on it. One, reporting is being more and more common with the digitalized world and everything is quite in the open now and everything is more transparent nowadays. But the main reason behind that 50-50 split is, I believe the risks are greater when the vessel is closer shoreline actually imagine while a vessel is navigating in the open sea they have their vessel the crew knows their vessel they have a company and they have a system and there's not much unknown except for weather and sea conditions which you mentioned perils of sea but when you come ashore into a port and you have to interact with the pilot, you have to interact with the stew doors, with the uh, ETS, with the stew doors and all these factors and managing these interactions properly is very crucial. A little mistake, a little misunderstanding can cause disasters. I believe that is the reason for increased number of incidents within port boundaries
1: and so in terms of this do you, do these findings find their way into your sort of vetting score for a, a ship operation i mean do you, do they form part of your vetting matrix or is it just to inform counterparties of how safe one ship operation is compared with another how how do you disseminate this information how is it how do you make use of it from a, a vetting
2: perspective Well, it's a part of our safety score, first of all, actually the biggest part. So the incidents have the greatest impact on calculating a vessel's safety score and the DOC subscore, which we call for the companies. Additionally, it's a part of our due diligence process. In the vetting process, we review every incident recorded on that vessel. We review their root causes, corrective actions, and preventive actions fleet-wide, not only on that vessel level. So the incidents, recording it, and investigation analysis are very important for a vetting decision. Right. Okay i mean i think you know,
1: as as i said earlier we should applaud the fact that you're trying to create a degree of transparency around this issue i mean all too often the marine industry is criticised for the way in which it fails to share data um to inform and to improve safety at sea so how are you working or how are you working with the marine in- industry itself in terms of the the liability and the property insurers i mean i guess they are users of your platform do they Do they contribute to your data set or is it something that you you, you push out to them rather than pulling in from them?
2: Well, at the moment, they're not very uh, actively giving us any data. We have members from insurance society, they're using our data and they're reviewing it, Uh, but mainly uh, the data is coming from those automated sources regulatory bodies from ports and terminals in specific they uh, give the feedback reports from their operations Uh, and mostly the insurance sector is using the data when they are analyzing a company or a vessel interestingly we have we were established by charters on uh, with the aim of uh, choosing the right ship for their business. But now we have owners and managers. A uh, number of owner-manager members are almost as uh, same as charters now. So that guarantees us the uh, quality of the data. Like we receive a feedback report, the manager sees that feedback report and immediately provides an investigation report so we can verify that data straight away and then we can present it to the industry so the transparency is the key for a successful business i think so being open about the incidents about safety performance and this is what is requested by charters and this is what is being the importance is seen by the owners and managers that's why they are proactively reporting most of these incidents and we can uh, create that data set
1: yeah that's interesting that you mentioned charterers there i mean i guess often disputes arise between owners and charterers when the ships to charter's orders and they're illegally obliged to send a ship to a safe port i mean what's what's coming out of this data is helpful information around port safety you know, question, could one party or another point to the data and say, well, you know, that isn't a safe port, because if you look at the right ship data analysis geographically on incidents and accidents in port, you can see there's ports, you can see a spike of this type of incident in this port around the world. I mean, have you thought anything about about that
2: impact on charged party disputes? Well, uh, so far we didn't have that example, but as I said, uh, this... Uh, verification and categorization of data started two years ago and that is one of our goal as a right port team within the right ship that we are uh, planning to bring more insight into to the ports to show them problematic areas rather than uh, going on going to ship or owners and managers continuously saying okay do you what is the reason of this incident and looking for the root cause in the ship, we can start looking at the port level to find out problematic areas. And one issue, maybe an example here, is soon in the coming weeks, we're going to publish another report that the most frequently reported Uh, adverse comments in our feedback reports is mooring lines and the performance. So it's an important issue, whether it is vessel source or ship side, mooring is the hot topic when the vessel is alongside. So we definitely going to work on these data, what data suggests and come up with some solutions or recommendations
1: yeah i mean I, I guess that mooring operations thinking back to my time at sea is one of the highest risk times i you know not with you know obviously you've got the ship coming into the port trying to get itself alongside you have wind and weather you have tugs to think about you've got the the mooring crews you've got your ship's crews fore and aft and and really you know you're trying to work as a team with people you've never met before through a remote communication on the bridge so yeah, I can, I can understand how that can be an area of a focus for safety improvement for sure. And of course, you know, once you've seen a more inline part, it can have devastating effects if you stood in the wrong place for sure. So, so looking forward, what do you think really from this data, what the, from what the data is telling you, what are the key areas for improvement in terms of reducing shipboard incidents and improving safety of the industry in general?
2: Well, I believe uh, the transparency gave us that data, and I think we need to be more pr- transparent and more proactive on reporting incidents and near misses. Uh, among this 4,000 incidents, we have near misses, but unfortunately, it's not that big. So we report things only after they have a, a negative impact on our operations or on safety and hopefully uh, we would like to uh, create a platform where that data can be shared and everyone can do a, a proper risk analysis before a vessel calls a port or a vessel can visit RightShip platform and see what type of incidents happened within that port so uh, RightShip is a a profit for purpose organization. So whatever we get from the business, we put it back to data, to back to our maritime expertise. So we are aiming to enhance that data and make it usable by all stakeholders in the maritime industry to learn and avoid those incidents in the future.
1: Fantastic. Well, it's been great speaking with you this morning Ugel and uh, you know applause to to Rightship for shining a light on on accidents at sea and endeavoring to use the data in a positive way to improve shipboard safety and safety of the maritime industry. I don't know if you'd like to close with any further comments about Rightship or future reports before we, we before we close well
2: thank you very much for the opportunity it was great talking to you uh, and hopefully we're gonna be uh, publishing more data more insightful data and anybody interested in that about the data or about the solutions right ship currently provide or what we are planning in the future uh, they can visit our website or follow us in the social media. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you, Joe.
0: Thank you for listening to the Maritime Risk Podcast brought to you by Shoreline Limited. We hope this episode has shed some light on the diverse and complex risks facing the maritime industry today. We would like to thank our sponsor, Maritime Insurance Solutions Limited, for their invaluable support in making this podcast possible. To access more episodes of our podcast series, visit our website at www.shoreline.bm. Remember, in the ever-changing world of maritime risk, preparation is key. Until next time, fair winds and following seas.